Hey everyone, hope you're going super well. In today's episode, we're going to talk about five ways to send better emails. It's a real challenge when you've got dyslexia to communicate correctly. So I wanted to share some tips that I use in my day-to-day life. So let's dive into it. Okay, so I like to do the occasional podcast where I'm giving you specific tools and ideas that'll affect your life really quickly. Now, this is one I've seen in the Adult Dyslexia Secrets group come up a bit is um, struggling to communicate through emails, feeling like um, they can take an hour to write big ones for some people, um, and people who rush feel like they're just throwing everything out. Now, what I find in my business is I work, I seem to attract other dyslexics and right brain thinkers. Uh, They like working with me because I think the same way that they do. But what I see is some of the emails they send me, it's like, whoa, slow down, guys, slow down. And it's, it's really hard to capture what they're trying to communicate to me. And so I looked back over the past and, and the years of little lessons that I've picked up that have helped me to write more concise and clear emails that are now just ingrained in the way I do it. So trying these out and really committing to um, building them into the way you write emails is so important. And you know, the first step with it is make sure you don't try and do everything at once. Um, Let yourself play with these ideas and experience them. Um, so you can feel more confident. That's a really big thing with learning something for dyslexia. So let's dive in. I've got five for you today. So the first is probably the easiest, and this is about shorter paragraphs. One of the biggest challenges I see, and this is on social posts and emails, is that many dyslexics will just write what's going through their head. And what happens is you can sometimes see these massive block emails which is like a paragraph of 10, 15, 20 lines. Now, for someone reading that, that's super hard. It's super hard to track, especially if someone else is dyslexic. It's very hard to track where you left off left off if you kind of miss something. So what I was taught a while back was write in sets of three lines. So I try and make a paragraph never longer than three lines on a social media post or in an email. Now, you might go, oh, but the paragraph's not correct. Well, realistically, the paragraph wasn't correct before, but this will make it a lot easier to actually share your thoughts. You're better to have six three-line paragraphs than 18 lines in a block that people can't follow. Um, That's really, really important. If you get into that habit, and don't be scared to write one-line paragraphs, absolutely fine as well. Um, Just one line, space, enter, if, if that feels right to you about what you're actually putting down. But I'll tell you that one little tip is massively valuable. When I get an email like that, it's so much easier for me to follow than when someone writes their life story in a big block. It just kind of, when I see that big block, it just puts me off even reading it. Um, so I just wanted to share that because it's a real simple one. But if you just remember the rule of three, the three lines that'll help you. The second is starting to build a structure. So getting used to using more bullet points and trying to get your ideas down and forcing yourself to use bullets. Um, you know, you know, what do you, you know, I, I kind of use the concept is of, of why or what is the email about. So I kind of put some frame, kind of like a picture frame around what the email is. I'll then do my best to put a numbered list or bullet list if I need things done or I want to get across some points. So I try and I try and use numbers or bullets to break up the core of what I'm trying to say 
And then I'll put a summary, which is kind of the action I want to see out of the email at the bottom. So it's kind of what or why at the top. It's some bullets or numbers. I quite like a number, if I'm honest. Um, and then at the bottom, what am I trying to achieve with this email? Do I want to book in a phone call with someone? Do I, am I asking a question? Um, what am I trying to get across? And now this takes a bit longer to get done than the first paragraph thing, but it's um, a really powerful thing if you can get it across in writing business or personal emails. So that's number two. Number three is using technology. So if you haven't already used Grammarly, um, it's a terrible spelling, G-R-A-M-L-R-E. Uh, type it into Google. I'm sure it'll autocorrect what you're typing. <laughs> Grammarly. And what you can do is you can load this onto your computer. You can load it onto Word, Facebook. You can even load it onto your phone. There's a way of setting up a Grammarly keyboard in your iPhone or Android that'll actually use the technology to help you get grammar and text correct. You know, you don't have to use it all the time, but I found it a massive benefit, especially in business, because it kind of solves your English challenges. It's kind of like, um, it's kind of like, what would I say? It's kind of like spell checker on speed. It does a lot more than just spelling because spelling to a point is good, but uh, Grammarly uses kind of like artificial intelligence to try and help with structures of, of paragraphs, words, sentences, just a really valuable tool uh, to make life easier. It's really, really cool. Um, so that's number three. Number four is a little tool called Loom, L-O-O-M. And basically it's a video creator that sits um, on your computer. Now what you can do with Loom, and this is the real important bit is, and I probably send 20 to 30% of my emails this way, is I can do a really short screen capture video. Um, it means I can have my face on it if I want. I don't have to if I don't want. And it can be even just looking at the email I'm reading and I'm talking to them and replying to them. Um, and so they can be, the videos can be as short as 60 seconds, 90 seconds. Um, some are even shorter if it's really simple. But it allows me to get across what I'm trying to say without having to write. The other benefit of it as well is you can screen capture any page on your um, on your on your desktop so you could if you're trying to reply about um an article or something you want feedback on or something or whatever whatever it is i don't know why that came to mind or a website you can actually be screen capturing that website moving your mouse around and talking over the top of it to help people visually see um what you're talking about and so it helps you to communicate better to get across clear messages um it, it's honestly been a game changer for me um and how i i communicate and it's, there's a free version of it, which you can trial, but I'd recommend giving it a go. Don't feel too self-confident about it. I got my mum using it and it took her a while to get onto it. She tried it. She made a few videos and sent them to me. But over time, the more she did it, the more she felt confident and the better it was. And just remember that you can turn your camera off so you don't have to be seen on it if you're not comfortable with that. Um, but it's such a cool thing and you can literally then once you've recorded the video it adds it it puts it straight on the internet in your folder and gives you a link that you can put in the email to send to someone it's so cool it's so easy um, it's absolutely amazing for creating short videos and, and perfect for sending visual emails and the, the last and final thing I wanted to say today uh, and this is kind of with you know, we're going into Red October. Actually, it's not called Red October. It's Dyslexia Awareness Month. I think Red October is a very, very different thing. Um, 
but what what it is is basically is is don't be scared to say you're dyslexic if you've come out of the dyslexic closet at work if you've um allowed people to know it don't be scared to in the signature of your emails say written by someone with dyslexia there's nothing wrong with that it'll give people a frame of why something might be wrong in your email and they might just go oh okay i understand why there are a few spelling mistakes I accept that. I understand that. Um, you know, and there's nothing wrong with being proud about being dyslexic. You know, the benefits you have are different to people, but spelling may not be one of them. So don't be scared to share that and get that across. That's really, really important. So this is what I wanted to share today, guys. There's a five tips on writing better emails. Um, you know, emails are so valuable and vital. And whether it's emails or Facebook or WhatsApp, you can use some of these tips across the board um, to, to get communication a lot clearer. Have an epic rest of your day. We're going to be down at the Neurodiversity Conference in New Zealand. So we'll be doing some really cool video content, hoping to put it out on YouTube, um, put it out in the Adult Dyslexia Secrets group, and do a little bit of stuff for our, our new Patreon launch as we get ready to go live. So thank you everyone for your support. Um, love hearing great comments. I'm seeing more and more comments on our YouTube videos as well. So thank you for those. You know, every little bit of feedback uh, just keeps the energy going to create more for you guys. So have an epic rest of your day and uh, I'll be back next week.